Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, as he stated. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Our theme is there is no perfect time to start following your dreams because people always talk about their purpose or gift. If you have a gift, always lead with your gift and don't let your friends, family or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My guest on the show today is a renowned R&B singer, songwriter, Kim. For all of his life, Kim has always been driven by music and the emotions involved in bringing his music to life. He is now the author of the memoir, Share My Life. In his book, Share My Life, Kim goes back to the very beginning, before his music stardom, to introduce us to his grandmother, who worked as a sharecropper in the South and had 13 children. His mom always had a beer in her hand, and he had a very intense relationship with his father. Confused and rejected, Kim eventually used drugs and alcohol for relief. He is on the show to discuss this incredible journey, his independent music career, family, and his book, Share My Life. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Masterclass, the one and only Kim. How you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. How you doing? This book. Let's let's let's, let's, let's set the table here because it's a great book. I read it from cover to cover, and my wife, she knows when I, I maybe just leave me alone. I'm reading this. This is this is this is this because you had me on a journey. But when I when I look at who Kim is, one platinum selling album, Kim album two, two gold selling albums, Chemistry and Intimacy, three Grammy nominations, five number one hit singles. Why are you writing this book? Share my life. Um, thank you for having me today, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, I wrote this book because any healing and transformation that I have experienced in my life, uh, which has been a great deal, mm-hmm. um, experienced because somebody shared their story with me along the way. And uh, somebody was transparent with me. Someone was vulnerable with me. Someone was uh, willing to admit their faults to me. And um, 
and and their overcoming to me, their triumph and and the and the tragedy of their lives. They shared those experiences with me, and it helped me to transform my life. And uh, I'm hoping that my book does the same for someone else. Well, you know, when you because we know one Kim, you know, I, I, you and I have a long relationship yeah. through music, through Steve Harvey Morning Show, a lot of events we did together over the years. And when the inspiration behind this book. I knew that version. I can remember when I first met you, I, I believe it was in Philadelphia at WDAS, the large outdoor festival, and I just saw this cool little thin guy come down there with his jacket on, sat down, no socks on, sat down at that piano and just did his thing, a confident guy. And when I read the book, Kim, that wasn't who you were growing up. The confidence wasn't there. The, um, the style wasn't there. The grace wasn't there. Talk about that early years of Kim. Um, you know, my in, in the book, I talk about uh, my struggles with uh, with uh, depression. I talk yes, about uh, being homeless for a minute. I talk about um, my struggles with alcohol and drug addiction. And people who follow me, you know, just like you, you know, I've shared bits and pieces of right. my story throughout the years. This is 20 years, 20 years being signed to the Motown label. It's been two decades since I had a real job. And, uh, um, those periods of my life were, again, you know, they were, they were, they were hard years. There was a lot of darkness. Um, but I learned some things that, that, that have helped me to, uh, to, uh, to sustain on July 23rd of 1990, I had my, my last drink, my last drug. And, um, there's an adage I love that says when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I, uh, I came to a place where I, where I stopped trying to consider the idea that I could solve my own problem with my with with, with my present state of mind. Right, right. You know, I gave up on I gave up on you know my ideas on how to fix my life. And uh, when I surrendered, and that's what that was was a surrender. When I surrendered, you know, uh, I, I ended up running into some 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 people and to some organizations that have that have helped me build. Uh, upon upon the their show, the the foundation of my career and my life today are built on the shoulders of, of people who have come into my life and shared their stories with me. You know, this is it's a really interesting book. I'm talking to Kim. His book, Share My Life, a memoir about his life, his struggles as a youth, as a young man. We all had struggles. I've had struggles, and overcoming yeah. the odds, overcoming the, the overcoming yourself sometimes when you think about it because a lot of things that you did you are you created the problem now when you look at yourself right. and you, this book kim you know i'll be honest with you, you know we've talked but just to hear you talk this much i didn't i didn't know what to expect in this interview because you're a very low-key guy some you talk yeah. about shyness in the book and now you're doing this book tour this book tour talking about yourself is 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 this a is this a a therapy in a sense having you talk about yourself having you be able to just 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 communicate at this level um no a lot of much of what has been written uh in the book you know i've already i've already processed you know right I've, I've right processed and uh um you know, it is it is therapeutic in the sense that right. in the telling of in the telling of my story, in an effort to help other people, I'm also helping myself, right? Right. You know, that's how I'm bearing witness. I'm giving testimony, which also which also feeds me. And you and you said something very interesting. You know that that I want to that I want to pick up on. You said a lot of it is about overcoming overcoming of self, right? Mm -hmm. And all of life. 
is about overcoming self. <laughs> you know, right? It's all about overcoming you, right? Yeah. All these all these gurus on on Instagram and Facebook and the preachers, and we're always talking about you can't let them do this to you, and you know don't pay attention to your haters and they this and they that. Look, my biggest problem has always been has been me, right? I'm right. not. It ain't other people. You know what I mean? And uh, and you know you know that 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 success and and uh, entrepreneurship and 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 success in life is an internal job. It ain't an external job. It's what it's what we tell ourselves and how we navigate our inner space that dictates what happens externally. You know. So I I share this, you know, in the book in the hopes that I can you know that I can inspire and encourage somebody to uh, you know to get to get to get through to the other side of whatever they may be dealing with in their lives. You know, and you do inspire because of the fact that, let's let's put it this way, Kim, you're doing things that I never did. And you accomplished some things in the book that I didn't, I don't know if I could have overcome because of the fact there was a support system in place. It was two people who played very important roles. And I want you to describe to them because they, the name was mom in the book and mother in the book. Can you explain to everybody yeah. who mother was and who mom was in your book? Well, mom is mom is uh, is 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 you know my mom is when I talk about mom I'm talking about my mother the woman who who gave birth to me at 17 years old in uh, in uh, Nashville Tennessee you know she's pregnant by a high school teacher uh, that was at her school um, you know uh, an encounter of, of of shame I was born you know, under the auspices or in the auspices of, of, of shame, you know, her dad, this is 67, right? So her dad was a preacher, was, was a pillar in the Pentecostal church. So, I mean, it was, it was a scandal, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And on top of that, they burn in Detroit down, 1967. Right. Right. (laughs) So so you you coming in, you know, uh, out of wedlock, Detroit's on fire. (laughs) Welcome to the world, Kim. <laughs> and uh, and the woman I refer to as mother is my mo- is my mom's mother, and and that's that was that was everybody in the family called her her mother. You know, in other families, the vernacular would be big mama. You know, she was big mama in in our family, and um, too strong, strong willed, um, strong willed, powerful, determined women. You know, and uh, with all of their with all the tragedy and all of the triumph of their lives, you know, and uh, I talk about silence, you know, and uh, how silence is, is, is the silence in our, in our family dynamic was, was generational. You know, we didn't talk about stuff. We didn't have the tools to, to communicate. We didn't have coping skills, you especially, you know, in African-American community, I'm sure in other communities as well, you know, there's the, there's the, uh, you know, this is grown folks business. You don't ask any questions. You go over in the corner and you sit down. Um, the, uh, the dysfunction that is displayed in the household is not, is not, uh, it, you, you don't get debriefed on it. You know, it just mm-hmm. happens, you mm-hmm. know, and you're left to fend for yourself emotionally, spiritually, and, and, and psychologically. And, uh, um, there was a lot of that growing up and we've done a lot of good work to get to the other side of that, you know, and I'm grateful for that, you know, but, but those are the seeds that, that informed my, 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 uh, low self-esteem, my childhood depression, my, my ultimately my addiction, you know, being in and out of jail and hospitalized, 
you know, out in the streets stealing, conniving, you know, uh, you know, those were the seeds, you know, and, uh, and I talk about that and I'm right. great and I'm, and I'm cool. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't wish to shut the door on my past. It's a part of who I am. You know, it makes me who I am today. It informs the music. It informs the art. And, um, you know, and it's the, and it's a witness, you know, it's a, it's a testimony to, to going through something, you know, and taking, taking your lemons. <laughs> <laughs> I love taking it. the lemons life, you know, and making some delicious lemonade. Well, you know, you know, you know and, it's interesting. First of all, in re- reading the book, it's a, it's a very honest book. And that is always when you start writing these memoirs, you start evaluating yourself and you start because you're not just talking about yourself. You're talking about other people who have who who have journeyed with you now. And and, because you talk about so many different people, so many different people who had emotional, very, very close emotional worlds. Did you reach back at the individuals that you talked about in the book? How was that brokered in in writing your memoir? Um, Not all of them. You know, I haven't had a conversation with everyone. Uh, that is that is uh, uh, depicted in the book. Um, I, you know, my mom was interviewed for the book and mm-hmm. early on in the writing. That's my my father was interviewed mm-hmm. for the book. You know, I, I did. I went, oh, Rashawn. I went way around the block <laughs> <laughs> to protect to protect my my. I went way around the block to not denigrate to not. Uh, dishonor to not bring uh, shame on the other characters of the book. And I, I noticed that, you know, because, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to be in this role of writing a memoir <laughs> with a superstar talent like you and, and being able to, because yeah. once it goes out there, you, you can't bring it back. And then all of a sudden, right. certain people, you, you try to write it as comfortable as possible, but they still get offended by it because they feel you didn't tell it the way they it should have been told or you should have asked me. So it becomes, it becomes right. something you write honestly. And then when it gets published, that's another journey that you have to deal with because of the fact that your story has to be told. It can only be told one way through your, through the lens of Kim. And with that being right. said, it had to start somewhere and it started in the house. It started with your mom, it started with your dad, started with the mother, which is your grandmother. That okay was important before you move forward. Correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that is, I mean, that's, that's the foundation. That's where it all starts, you know? And, um, and I, you know, so, so, so backing up, it's like, yes, you know, I'm seeing it. I'm, I told the truth as I see it, you know, and I'm and there, and there is no way that I would have told the truth or I would have, there was no way that I would have characterized that no matter what I had said, I would not characterize it. I would not have characterized it the way that, another kid that someone else would have, you know, everybody's, it's going to be different. You know, I can make it as fluffy and as nice as possible. And there, and you know, people would, would still take issue with it. I, I, I expect that and I anticipate that. And that, that's, you know, I think that that's just par for the course. Um, um, but I, but I did, you know, I, you know, I treated everybody, you know, respectfully. I told the truth, but I, you know, I, I didn't, my, my intent was not to, um, was not to shame or or, uh, or 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 denigrate anyone. And you didn't. And, and you and you didn't. I want to be honest with you. You didn't because I know the level of honesty that these books have to be. 
and uh, and especially with two of the uh, uh, the people you had to discuss were you know the mothers of your children. That was important that that story was told as accurately yeah. and as sensitive as possible. But one of the yeah. part about growing up with because your you know your father you know he is an engineer graduated from HBCU Tennessee State and your mom eventually got her degree at Wayne State. And when we come back from this break, I want to talk about chemistry. That, that man, when you when you started talking about that man, that the book went to a whole different level because it became an entrepreneurial book, and it became right. it became a different. That's the part of the book that your book is incredibly intense, incredibly well written, incredibly eye opening. But when you got to that entrepreneurial section. That was a section that really told me why you're great today. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass. As host of Money Making Conversations Masterclass, Rushan McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint. Because it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. The show, Money Making Conversations Masterclass, interviews CEOs, small business owners, influencers, and celebrities. They share financial and career success tips that you can only hear in the Money Making Conversations Masterclass show. Welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass, hosted by Rushan McDonald. I'm going to be honest with you. I got to tell everybody, let them know when I, when I, when I get to my truck. And uh, go to my player. The first four songs, I got to just let everybody know, are Kim songs. And I say that to be honest to everybody, but when I bring them on the show is that that when somebody has comes into your life musically, because music plays such a powerful role in people's lives. A lot of people don't understand the value of music. Kim, 
when you started putting together chemistry, you became a perfectionist. It had to be right. It had to be, and, and, you, and you were driving people crazy. Tell us about that journey as an independent music producer, seller, and artist. Yeah, I, um, I'm i still driving people crazy. Look, I, uh, <laughs> I um, you know, and I didn't, I didn't set out, you know, entrepreneur, you know, I think sometimes it gets, uh, we complicate it. You know, we complicate it. And, you know, there's lots to learn. And, you know, I, I'm, I watch Shark Tank and I hear people coming in there, man, and they're breaking down their business and, like, breaking down their numbers and, and they know the cost of acquisition for one of their online. I mean, they know all of that stuff. Dude, I didn't know any of that. I didn't know any of that stuff. All I knew was I needed, I wanted to make, a, I wanted to put a CD out on my own, you know, and I learned. I just kept doing the next, what, what was the next right? What's the most logical thing? The next right logical thing that you need to do, do that. Right, <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the first thing you need to do is record this, right? So go and find a studio, you know, to record. Well, the first thing you need, you need some money, right? So I had, you know, I kept my, uh, I had been uh, in, in credit recovery for a few years and ended up getting an American Express uh, card. Come on, gold card now. Let's go give you credit. It was a gold card now. It was a gold. It was a gold card, and then uh, and then attached to the gold card. Well, it wasn't attached to the gold card, but then I I had the gold card for a couple of years, and and then I ended up getting a business line of credit, you know, seventeen thousand dollars from American Express. So mm -hmm. they didn't know what I was going to do with the money, but what I did with the money <laughs> was was record was record the chemistry album, you know, and um, and basically you, you know, bet on yourself. Them, you bet on yourself. You have to. If you can't, if you're not gonna bet on it, then don't bring your proposal to my door. How much you right? That's right. How mm -hmm. much money you got it? Your skin is game. You know, are you willing to put everything that you got, you know, on the line? And I was. Yeah, I figured. Look, this will either work, or if it don't work, I'll just have the largest credit card bill in America that I will spend the next 35 years, you know, paying off. But if it works, you know, then then I'm on to something. So I was. You know, I was just I just kept doing the next right thing, you know, and uh, recording the record, um, finding a place to produce the record, you know, pivoting, you know, when I wasn't at the right studio because this dude didn't really, you know, didn't provide me with what I needed. So I had to pivot to somebody else, you know, to help record the album. Uh, my, my manager then was Toya Hankins and, you know, she was instrumental in the marketing mm -hmm. and. Yep, yep. We were sending, you know, I was sending people. I didn't know any, you know, I, I dude, I, I didn't have any, any. I, I, I did have some books, you know, how to manage your band and all the this business of music. You know, I knew how to copyright. My, so I, there was an education that was taking a place, but it was taking place in real time. You know, I was learning as I was as I was going. And what's the next right thing? You know, so somebody's going to buy this CD. They're going to scan it. So you need to have a UPC code. Now you can record at the studio, and they'll put theirs on there. They'll do that for you. It's like, nah, I want my own. So I went to the UPC code council or whatever that is, and got my <laughs> own barcode that I still have today. You know, put it on the back of the records. Was selling them. You know, on consignment at the mom and pop record stores in Detroit. I had to make, I had to use, you know, a word program to, to make uh, consignment sheets so that I could keep track of, of, you know, my sales and how much people owed me. And I mean, it was a, it was definitely, it was, it was, it was definitely, definitely, uh, you know, an entrepreneurial, uh, 
uh, endeavor, you know. You know, and Kim, the reason I, I, the reason I, I wanted the people to hear that because people only see the the end game. They only hear the the denominations, yeah. the awards. Well, you were hustling, man. You was you was taking your album back in the day. That's what they were albums to different stores, and could you sell this or could you sell my CD? And then you had to humble yourself to be a salesman and convince people and talk people and talk yourself up. And a lot of people today are. They, they, they miss that step. They think that I can get on social media, I can get a bunch of followers, and I can be a star. But then there is some right. groundwork to that, correct? Yeah, there's there's definitely. Well, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I see people on, on <laughs> online, you know, and the YouTube stars and Instagram, you know. I mean, they, you know, my motive, you know, I, I don't know how I don't know how I would do it today. Right. You know, uh, you know, their motivation is, you know, they don't, you know, I, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't speak to that, but I can speak to, um, is, is, is the discipline and, and, and building something that lasts forever. But dude, if you can stream and you don't have, you don't have to do that. And you can stream a billion streams and become a millionaire and like sit at the house and never leave the house and never do shows. So the world, but I can't do that. Right, right, right. <laughs> we gotta have Kim. I gotta see Kim, okay? New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, okay? I gotta see Kim. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I uh, you know, but I, you know, I, I had to, I had to, I had to, we had to work, you know, we had to work and, and had to build a foundation that that has lasted for two decades, you know, and um, you know, and I'm, I'm 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 I couldn't be happier and more grateful, you know, for the grind that it took to sit where I sit today. And the grind is always about the unknown. And then as you go through, is music really the ultimate? What was that turning point? Because I read was your your ninth grade your music teacher was the first person that really set you in front of a a, a a piano or a keyboard, and you start playing around with that, and then you started spending hours more than you would spend time in a book. You start spending time on a at these keys. What what when did yeah. that, when did that become like? you know, your master or like, this is what I love because that's what we all learn in life, whether it's dribbling a basketball or standing on stage as a comedian or a singer. When did you realize that yeah. this is a gift? This is my gift. I mean, I knew that I love, I knew that I, I knew that I loved it before, before our family left Nashville. You know, I loved the piano when I was a toddler, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't I see that there was a check attached to it or, or it was a, you know, a possible vocation until much later you know, in, in my life. And, um, you know, and actually, and there's a, you know, and there's a paradox there too, cause I didn't get a deal. Well, you know, when I, I got a deal when I stopped, when I, when I, you know, I realized that, uh, that, um, I didn't have to, you know, I had always been chasing a record deal since I was a teenager, you know, right. I came to a place in my thirties, I was like, you know what, maybe music is not my thing. I thought that I, I, I became open to the idea I could be successful doing something else. You know, it doesn't have to be music. And I let go of it. I, I didn't stop making music, but I let go of the idea that this did, was. Did you let go of the passion it was, of it or because of the doubt or the or the rejection? Is that why you let go of the idea? No, it, was not, it was none of that. This is this was elevated thinking. Right. It wasn't that it was the rejection. It was like I was just open to the, you know, it's a, it's a spiritual axiom. Right. I had this, I got to have it, 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 I got to have it. And it's like, no, you know what? I don't have to have it. I can be successful doing something else. Let me go find out what that is. And it didn't mean that I was going to quit making music. It just meant that, you know, 
it didn't I didn't you know they're like dude there's more to me than just than just doing this let me go find out what those things are and I and I went and looked at for those things and I failed miserably however (laughs) (laughs) it, it was it was the letting go Right. It was the letting go and being willing. And all. I think business is one thing that I've, 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 I've that has really been uh, crucial to me. in and this last, you know, probably 18 month period is that businesses fail, man. And people fail because they don't pivot. They don't pivot soon enough. You know, they wait and they hold on, you know, and I say this for the people who, you know, for the for 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 the aspiring singer who's mother tell them that they sound good singing in the living room and spend your whole life until you're 65 years old trying to sing, you know, when actually you make some pretty good cupcakes and that's what you should be doing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, well, real, in right? your book now, you talk about trying to be a comedian now. You did talk about trying to be, a, that was a very good joke there, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, you know, so I feel, I, you know, I, um, I've always known what it was. You know, but I'm always open to the idea that I don't have all the answers, right? Right. I'm always open to the idea that I don't have all the answers, and even even today, dude, it's like, yeah, I make records. I'm sitting down here. You know, I just wrote this book. We got a live album that just came out. I'm out on the road with with Lettucey and uh, and Music Soul Child, and I still ask myself every day, Lord, if the hey yo, then point point me in the right direction. I don't want nothing that don't belong to me. You know, which is anti-entrepreneur, you know, that that whole self-will, you know, and pull yourself up by your bootstraps. There's a place for that, you know, but it comes with limitations. So I just I just I just remain I just remain open. But there was a shot at you potentially selling Mary Kay, though. Oh, I wasn't wasn't selling Mary Kay for the car. I was selling Mary Kay for the hustle. I like them, right? I love it. I love it. Right? Right. Yeah. You know, the the, the emotional side of this, you know, you talk about the relationship, you talk about, you know, your your skin tone being bullied and, and, but the relationships ties really to the music. It ties to your therapist telling you that probably your music is therapeutic to you when you started getting these answers along the way you and you father two incredibly um amazing children out of wedlock then you start dealing with that the responsibility of fatherhood and your career and trying to maintain a responsibility and stand close to your children when did you start lining everything up kim that it made sense to you that i'm doing it right um i have you know i don't know that it's i don't know that i you know i'm always in the process of lining it up you know it's always i'm always in the process of, process of lining it lining my life up and peeling back the layers of the onion to my life you know i don't think it's not a place where you arrive because i look back you know where i thought i had it lined up pretty good and like i you know i'm looking back i'm like dude you were crazy <laughs> right, right back then right so like, you know, with every, you know, I'm not, we, we are constantly evolving, constantly, constantly learning. I'm not the guy, I'm not the same guy I was six months ago. You know what I'm saying? It's like constantly, you know, reevaluating, constantly, um, you know, uh, as uh, Stephen Covey would say, you know, constantly sharpening the saw, you know, trying to get, try, it's not, a, it's not a question of, of arriving. It's a question of continuing to, to, to make the best effort to do to keep doing the next right thing, you know, and building upon that, you know, and I'm pretty, I'm in a, you know, I'm in a pretty, in a pretty good place, 
you know, right now. But I also know that there's that there's definitely more to learn and more to be discovered. Well, the, the amazing thing that I discovered with you in reading this book, because, you know, you only know a person, one side of a person, just like a person doesn't know other sides of me until I tell them and reveal them like you were like you were revealing in this book. But, you know, the fact that you made a conscious effort, you know, your mom graduated from college, Wayne State, your father graduated from Tennessee State, and then you made the conscious decision to go back to school because you dropped out. Why was yeah. that important? I went, I went back to get my high, high school. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to, you know, I was not, you know, I was not uh, college material, and, that, and that's okay. We get it ingrained, in a, you know, we ingrained in our children that, you know, college 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 and everybody ain't gonna thrive in college you know what i'm saying so um but i went back to get my high school diploma because it was always a point of it was always a point of shame you know for me and um i was trying i was actually i actually was trying to take the ged i was trying to take the ged to get my ged but the test for the ged was too hard it was easier for me i'm like dude i may as well go (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I may as well go back to school. You know I love what I'm saying? It. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to take care. I, I, I got to stop you, man. You know, um, <laughs> this is a pretty intense book, man. You know, Kim is a pretty intense chairman. And we've been laughing, man. We've been um, joking around. That's the amazing side of this story, the amazing side of you, man. You're a good brother, man. You are a um, You are a winner. You are you are a comedian, and that's a side of y'all. I'm so happy. I'm getting to hear and see for the first time in my life because, as 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 a person who watch you perform, I'm in awe. Yeah. And that's a shield because you know when you like you saying you Michael Jackson came out and Prince and you know all those songs you talk about that really turn you in direction of who you are today. That's who you are. To me, when I watch you on stage as an artist, because of the fact that how you affect me from a stand from a, a personal standpoint, it's all good. It's all good because you motivate your, your your music is motivational. Your music is emotional. Music is uplifting. All those things that that that, that as an artist you want it to be, but to hear you, you know, at, at this layer of you I've never seen before is really refreshing. In your thoughts, is this is this Kim? Thank you. Yeah, this, this is Kim. This is Kim. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for that. You know, hey, thank you, Rashawn. It's good talking to you. And we'll talk soon. Appreciate you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, What's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia. And you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.